Hey, this is ColorWorks Radio, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. This week is part two of my conversation with Michael Van Rieke. If you didn't hear last time, Michael is an amazing painter who works figuratively, but also incorporates brilliant abstraction. The conversation this week turns towards the studio and the importance of daily activity in the studio. Michael also explains how coffee and a paintbrush is like eating healthy and brushing your teeth. But more importantly, how you can't make the work you admire most. So listen up. But yeah, so I don't, I don't seek out like being self-referential, but I think it's, I think it it's just the nature, it's just the nature yeah. of what we do. And uh, yeah, and yeah, I don't want to resist it necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Or deny that it's there. Deny that it's there, yeah. And I just had an idea in my head about your work, but it just kind of escaped me. Uh, something you were saying before about um, uh, the critique and the the practice of making things. Um, uh, I should have not. I should have wrote it down. But when when you're like you know, I guess kind of like going into the studio. Um, are, you know, is there anything you're thinking about in terms of this? You know. Because to me, like, in part, you <laughs> have always had this kind of feeling of, like, it's, you know, it's all, like, kind of loose, but, um, you know, it's serious, and it's just, like, a practice. Yeah. Like, like you, like, you're not really, you don't have a choice in it. I don't, yeah, I feel that, <laughs> I, and it's not, it's, I could not do it. I would just be a sad, I would be a sadder person. <laughs> I would be a grumpier person. And so over time... Uh, somehow it's become a habit that is like brushing my teeth, that is like uh-huh. eating healthy. It makes me feel better the next day. Yeah. It doesn't always feel better doing it, but it makes me feel better the next day uh-huh. that I've done some painting work during yeah. the previous day. And so that's what, truly, that it's that necessity and also the excitement and the frustration of the work that keeps me mm-hmm. going back in there. Um, when I pop, when I arrive at the studio, I ideally if I'm in a good rhythm where I'm really getting a fair amount done every day, I like to leave something un, undone that I'm aware of. And and even as I as I as I'm finishing a studio day, sometimes I'll make a list. I'll sit and I'll look and I'll just make a list like more yellow on the bottom. Okay, you know, get rid of that guy's arm. Uh-huh. Uh, make the head smaller, and then those are I can come in and not have to be uncertain about the the action that takes place next and and that's the hardest part for me about studio work and painting is like that first thing that that you do the getting off the chair and being like okay now i make a decision yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, and so if something's just written down like okay i can make that guy's head smaller and i that's an easy first step Uh once that first step is done i get swept up into you can then what's next what's next next? yeah yeah and they maybe in some way, maybe they all start to reference one another mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was at a, it's funny you, you talk about it, it doesn't always feel good. as Because <laughs> um, I often relate, like, you know, when I'm making stuff, I, like, I'll put it off and I'll put it off. I'm I'm not quite as, I don't think I have the 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 daily practice that I wish I had. Um, actually, I know I don't, um, but uh, it never feels good doing it. But like once you've done it, 
It's like a, yeah, it's like jogging. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's truly like something that isn't. Yeah. And there's occasionally I'll have like there'll be a wonderful moment where I've got coffee and I've got a brush in my hand and like oh I know and yeah. it's just something excellent is happening or it feels like oh this is a moment of change a moment of like <laughs> what's possible yeah, yeah. Um, but that's rare that's super rare um, otherwise it is it is like searching for stuff making yeah. guesses stuff being wrong and then needing to change it right um, but it feels good the when labor. it's done yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's you know it's funny I was in a um, a artist talk once uh, with a colleague at Hudson Valley Community College and it was in, for students, you know, and we were talking about our work and, um, you know, the question was asked, like, what's your studio practice like or, or something like that? And I was like, I hate it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's yeah. like, I hate, like, I'll put it off. Like, I would much rather watch uh, a movie or anything um, than do that. And, uh, you know, it's it's like a, it's always like, I guess with me, it's always been a, a love-hate relationship of, you know, because like you get the camera set up and you got to move the thing around and oh, it's yeah. like this physical thing that's just like annoying and, you know, there's all these pieces to it. But, yeah. I, you know, there's a, like a, a, I guess I always thought like there's a, a beauty in uh, when it's done, you have this new thing that never existed. Yeah, and absolutely. Kind of. Absolutely. You yeah, know, I mean, the, and you got then you have to like kind of reckon with it. Like, well, okay, is it good? Maybe, yeah, yeah. or is it? You know, what, what what's going on here? Yeah, I, f- I feel a real deficit in having a a strong critical opinion about my own work. I find because to me the I've I make it and I'm you know I put a lot of time and action and decision making in, and then I look and I the world of visual language in painting is so broad. And I think, oh, I don't know, like I've chosen these things. I've chosen this particular uh, approach and I've, I've chosen this particular uh, way. And, and I don't, you know, and I look and I'm like, yeah, you know, is, it's all of my, those decisions. Um, but I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm essentially going to move on to the next thing. Right. You know, it's yeah. done. I, I know that if, if I keep working on it, it just becomes something else. I may as well begin another painting. Yeah, because they're all like small little battles in yeah. the end. And yeah, like, exactly. You, sometimes you have to seed the battle. <laughs> <laughs> what are, like, in terms of, of painters, you know, who do you who do you look at? Like, who is there anybody that permeates, like, to the top of your head every there are, now and then? Yeah, there are new, there are new, there are new figures to me, like um, uh, Louis Fratino, who, who does terrific figurative paintings right now, a woman named Shara Hughes, who's having a really big career right now. And mm. I became aware of her, uh, I don't know, maybe a, six or seven years ago when she still lived in Georgia. And her work was really interesting. It's been fun to see, you know, what, what, she's, been, what she's been doing. They're both very painterly, both very like, things are rough, things are okay. um, scraped, and things are juicy. Well, that's um, interesting, because that's not your... Well, I don't think I don't. I don't know, know either. I I think I identify with things. Uh, I identify with with processes, and I love looking at certain work. And sometimes I think you can't make the work you like. No. Uh, you, yeah, you, yeah, I you just that. make yeah, the yeah. work that you can make. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> and so that's, that's, that's a good point. That yeah. I love. I love uh, Amy Silman. Is that true? Yeah, Amy Silman is the woman I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 
There are people, there are people, there's, actually, you introduced me to Tal R when we were in graduate school. And, oh, really? Yeah, and, and he's someone whose work I really appreciate and, and like. His, his, something about the way he paints has permeated uh, so many uh, artists, like their, their own work has a certain quality that feels like it can come, that I can trace it back to that influence. Um, but I always, whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, there's something in that, mm. that use of an ochre and a black and a triangle that's sort of rough. Um, right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always so think those of you are, as like this, like Tuttle-esque guy. I don't know. Do oh, you like Richard Tuttle? I do I like know. Richard Tuttle. I do, and I, you know, it's I like, think <laughs> his humor like reminds me of I, your. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I would, I would love, I would love for that to to be. Uh, I would love for that to to be a, a strong connection in my work. I, I like his work a lot, yeah. and I think of my work as being, you know, I don't know. I I think of my work as being goofy and sort of intimately connected to my way of thinking, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it, you know, as opposed to someone like Richard Tuttle, it really does present an image and a mm-hmm. and a a cartooniness that's that's yeah. interesting. There's a there's another painter. Your work is also beautiful. Thanks for listening. And coming up at the Collarworks Gallery is our next Collard Greens Dinner and Dialogue series. It's episode 10, Taste Me. The moderator will be curator Kelsey Ranko. Join us in conversation with artists from the Feel Me exhibition on view at Collarworks. Cocktail hour and three-course dinner are provided by up-and-coming Capital Region chefs. Reservations are required. Space is limited. Tickets can be purchased on our website at collarworks.org.